student, I was grateful that Darba had befriended me the first day of school. "'What have you got?' she asked, sliding her lunch tray onto the table as she sat across from me. "'An infectious disease?' Looking around the empty table, I scratched my head. "'Yeah, malaria. I picked it up on leave in Da Nang.' The girl laughed. "'I personally like boys who've seen war before they've graduated high school. Gives them a certain maturity.' She pressed the edges of her milk carton apart and then forward, opening up a little spout. By the way, malaria is not contagious. What are you, Albert Schweitzer? Darva Pratt, she said, holding up her milk carton. Joe Andresen, I said, and clinked her carton with my own, toasting my first friend at Old Bull High. Like any other high school, Old Bull High had a tightly controlled clique system but I just couldn't be bothered with it. This is not to say I was above all that crap. Not only had I had a fair amount of prestige at my old school, I'd enjoyed it. I was not the king, like Steve Alquist, but I was at least in the court. I was a part of everything that mattered, but everything that mattered was now two hundred miles away. No, I said when my mother told me we were moving. I'm not going. No way. Forget about it. Joe, said my mother, her eyes tearing up, I know all your friends are here, and your team, but I need you. I can't make it here anymore, and I can't make it in Minneapolis without you. She wouldn't have had to make it anywhere had my father not gone off and gotten himself killed in the stupid Cessna of stupid Miles Milner, who was Granite Creek's big-shot developer. We're going to turn this hick town into a resort haven, and my dad's best friend— Their last view of anything was probably the soybean field they were about to crash into. Miles Milner never got to see Granite Creek become the next Aspen, the jerk. Didn't he consider our lack of mountains a slight disadvantage? And my dad never got to see me graduate from the eighth grade. I suppose it's lousy to lose your dad at any age, but to lose him at fourteen seemed especially cruel. Here I was on the cusp of manhood, with no man to pull me up, clap me on the back, and welcome me into the club. For a while there, I really thought I was going to die from the pain of it. Or the anger. "'Just tell her you're not going,' said Steve Alquist at the kegger that was my going-away party. "'Yeah, you could stay at my house,' said Gary Conroy. "'She can't break up the team like that.' But as bummed out as I was about leaving Granite Creek, I couldn't not go. My mother needed me to go with her more than I needed to stay. "'You owe me big time.' I said as we loaded up the rental truck a week after school got out. I know I do, Joe, and I'll figure out a way to make it up to you. I promise I will. My Aunt Beth lived in a house by Lake Nokomis, and my bedroom had a window the morning sun blared into, slapping me in the face and shouting, Wake up! Well, honey, just pull the shade, advised my mother when I told her how I couldn't sleep past dawn in that room. "'As long as you're getting up so early, why don't you go down to Hoagland's?' said my Aunt Beth. "'I know they're hiring down there.' "'Maybe I will,' I said, heaping a spoonful of jam on my toast. My aunt had a pantry full of fancy stuff she ordered from specialty catalogues—German cookies, French pâtés, and jars of fancy jams that emptied a lot faster now that we were living with her. But that was the cool thing about my Aunt Beth. She never made me or my mother feel like we were slumming.' To her, we were guests she couldn't believe it was her good fortune to host. "'It's the best way to meet people,' she said. 
Hauglands is right by the lake, and it's swarming with kids in the summer. I did get the job, although the cashiers and bag boys saw far more of the swarming kids than I did as a stock boy, but I didn't care. I was content to be alone in the back room, slapping prices on rice with a little sticker gun, wondering what my friends up in Granite Creek were doing. But after a week or so, I found myself wandering up to the front of the store during breaks to chat with the cashiers, three college girls and a young housewife, and the bag boys, gangly junior high kids full of zits and braces. "'So you're going to Old Bull, huh?' asked Kirk, the gangliest and zittiest one, and when I nodded, he said, "'My sister goes there.' "'Is she cute?' I asked. "'She's a bitch is what she is,' he said, but before I could ask for further details, the store owner appeared. "'The dairy truck's here,' said Mr. Haugland, as if announcing a losing score.